Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. Eight fifty three on the Mike Calder Show. It's one zero two five. The Bone is Dobbin coming in the studio today, or is he on he the phone? He will be in with Carmen today. Right on. Uh, Jim Henning just sent me a text. Ed From Sheeran. the Muppets? No. That's <laughs> <laughs> Jim Henson. Ed Sheeran tickets on StubHub right now. From twenty five hundred dollars oh, to twelve thousand dollars. Come on, God. All right, I'll take four. Damn it! I'm tell you, I'm selling my tickets for you. Yeah, I'm I don't just kidding. Him, I want to go see the guitarist of a new generation. He's amazing, Sharon. the songbird mm. of a lifetime. Uh, you can go see him in the stadium for like sixty bucks. <laughs> now, when did that happen already? Or is that still no, coming up? It's so the day you... after the Ruth Eckerd. Oh, so it's like a warm up show. Yeah, ah, intimate. Gotcha. It's Ruth Eckerd one yeah. night and then the stadium the next night. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. I would much mm-hmm. rather see him at a uh, yeah. At a little venue like Hell that, yeah. sure. I, I he's very likable. He's great. Yeah. What's so. that movie where he did the Beatles thing? He Yesterday. was really good at that. Yeah, so good in that movie. He was good in that. Wait, he, his look of defeat <laughs> when they have a <laughs> when they have a songwriting yeah. contest. And and that guy does. Uh, I, I don't know if it was yesterday that he did, but whatever song he did, and then Ed Sheeran just goes. <laughs> And he gets up and walks away. He's like, "Congratulations, <laughs> man!" He's like, "You got this." Uh, it's so good. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, good for you, little Ed Sheeran, you little ginger-looking son of a bitch. Yeah. In any other world, Ed Sheeran would be gross. But here, <laughs> he's probably getting his D-lapped yeah. more than anybody. 100%. You know who is a uh, big had a big hand in his career whenever he was younger? I do. Taylor Swift. No. Oh, Strokey. Jamie Foxx. Really? Jamie Foxx let him live with him. Dude. Yeah. Good Jamie call, Fox Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx saw him singing at a bar. And he uh, he went and yanked him out of there and said, yeah. you're I, way too talented. I read yesterday they confirmed that he did have a stroke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Now, why does Ed that Sheeran? happen to somebody who looks as good as Jamie Foxx does? And, I like, think you know he... why. Because it's... Oh. It, because... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> why? I mean, what's the reddit? It's the number one cause of strokes right now. Right. Yeah. Well, how do see... I get it out of my body? Uh, I, I don't know. It? Did you see the guy who works for the insurance company? Hey, by like... the way, if I have a stroke, are you going to say it's the... No, it's I will the... say nothing but... No, no, shut your face. Are you going to say it's the uh, vaccine or, no. ma- or that I just ate two McGriddles? Because I... <laughs> <laughs> one is more likely than the other. Oh, it's exactly. so funny. I didn't even think you were saying fentanyl. Or I thought you were saying fentanyl. fentanyl. No, no, no. 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 Yeah. 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 I was like, I don't, don't, I don't know whether he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah Reddit guy, Reddit guy yeah. said it's the uh, vaccine. I mean... Mm-hmm. That and heart attacks. If you ask Europe, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they are they're pulling out all the stops. Well, over. all right, I get it. But what do I do now? I, I already got it. You're fine. I've been double vaxxed. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, don't try to convince well, me. I'm fine. The yeah. high blood pressure will get you. Like Joe had the high blood pressure. Yeah, yeah. mine's under control. Yeah. So is mine. Uh, so is mine. Know. Thanks. But Joe didn't get Joe. vaxxed. Yeah. No, I did not. Yeah. So yeah, just don't get any more boosters. They don't. You don't need them to travel anymore. People don't need them to come over here. I think as of May 11th. 
So I, I know, but I'm I'm already I'm already zipped up. You're good. Yeah, I think you're good. You're in too you're deep. Good. Yeah. The only one that's gonna live in this house is Juliana. <laughs> well, oh no, I think she got one too. Oh. Yeah. oh. Why did you let me do this to my children? I don't know. Uh, we oh. tried to warn you. Oh. Ron DeSantis told me to do it. So Listen, I, like, yeah, yeah. I like going on cruises, so yeah. whatever. They say Whatevs. most people, from what I was reading, in all seriousness, all jokes aside, most people have the worst adverse effects after their third and fourth boost. <laughs> yeah. So. And what, you're only boosted once? Molly, I'm I'm double boosted. Yeah, and oh. you're weeks don't say ooh, I don't have three, ooh. three and four. Yeah, yeah I'm saying you, you well, know, you're just double boosted plus the McGriddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a double whammy. There's other yeah. factors. See yeah. you later. I mean, at least the McGriddle's got a redeeming health value. Yeah. yeah. According to Pfizer's own documents, there's a window. You are out of that window. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. So I might go get. Oh, you, no, our, he, our, you misunderstood. You're gonna Pfizer. fall through a window. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. That's happening. Yeah. As long as Pfizer says it's okay. Yeah. Well, hey, it's yeah. the data they tried to hide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please, I don't want to have to deal with all the emails Sorry. from you. I'm probably already getting them. I'm gonna look at Instagram real quick. Yeah. I'm probably already getting money. Like Spain is talking yeah. about it. I didn't even get into the whole J.P. Morgan Chase was the bank that bought out first. You know, the First Republic Bank, which J.P. Morgan Chase was the bank that was sponsoring Epstein. Second biggest collapse in American history. Yeah, I know. Nobody's talking about it. Yeah. It's mm. wild. I tuned out. I don't even listen yeah, to you. I don't talk. blame you. I don't blame you at all. <sighs> uh, Friday night, our band Pimple Toddler is playing in Palm Harbor for Cinco de Mayo. I have... Uh, now, Gio, do you think this might be one that you would come to since it's close in, like, relation to where we are? Oh, for sure. <laughs> no Bring way. your trombone. No <laughs> way he's coming. Forget it. I'm Forget it. You can just nope. hear it in his voice. Oh, yeah. I know. You should see the, the oh. face that he made. Gio. <laughs> Bring your trombone and learn. <laughs> uh, well, I, it was trumpet, not trombone. Oh, oh trumpet. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. better. Yeah. Mariachi. Yeah. Mariachi action? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. That, that was the best trumpet impression I've ever heard. What, 10 p.m.? The best ever is 7.30. a mariachi band. If you've ever been in a Mexican restaurant, a mariachi band uh, comes over and they're like, hey, I play song for you. And and we're like, ah. So it's just Pete and I, and we're eating a brunch at a Mexican restaurant. And Pizza, of course, gets super Mexican. And he's like, ay, 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 He's like, ore, ore. And Pete's like, hey, uh, como se? And they're talking Spanish, you know. And then uh, the guy is like ultra super Mexican native, like grew up in a small Pueblo town and he's uh he's singing the songs of the homeland. And then Pete's like, Hey you got change for twenty? He's like, Yeah, I only got five. And I was like, wait a second. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wait a second, clown. You <laughs> yeah. were just speaking only Spanish five minutes ago. Uh, when it comes to the money though, yep. you got I got they you. Know. I tried to hire I don't no, I tried to get a mariachi band to come in studio on Cinco de Mayo one year and they wanted so much money. I was like, I, I can't yeah, they're like, this uh-huh. is the big day for us. Uh, uh, like, yeah. Do it. Yeah. What is the uh, Ben Stiller movie? The Flamingo Kid? Along Kid Polly? No. 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 Heartbreak, uh, Heartbreak Kid. Kid. Heartbreak yeah. Kid. Yeah. yeah, that's so great. Because they <laughs> keep on coming up, and then he gets so annoying. He goes, can you stop? Can you stop playing? It really is quite uncomfortable when they come over and they play, and you're like, what do I do? Do I get the money? Make them go away? I love it. I just eat. Yeah. Yeah, but you know they're going to keep playing if you don't give them some money. Yeah, give them money, then they go. And then they do the, yeah. Right in your face. Oh. And I only know they're like, you have a request? I'm like, um, La Cucaracha? That's all <laughs> white people know, La Bamba and La Cucaracha. 
Anyway, we're going to be out there on uh, Friday night, and then I proposed on Saturday that perhaps we do some fishing on Saturday. Oh, I yeah. have this urge to go fishing. I would love to go All fishing. Right. I don't know what the what the plan is though. Like, uh, I don't know. I have a I have a captain and a fishing charter that I got for my birthday like two years ago. That that guy's never available. But I don't know if I feel like going out no? for six hours on a boat. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. No, you do like two. Yeah, but I, I'm not gonna make this guy take us out for two hours. No. We were supposed to go down to what was the old uh, Skyway Bridge and throw some lines off. That's that. what I yeah. want to do. But Get I don't know the bait. first goddamn thing about fishing yeah, off the Skyway. And put the bait on the hook, toss the line. What are you, Chili Willie? Yeah. I, I, ha- I actually went to, uh, uh, I think it's Sherman, one of our listeners who's got a bait and tackle shop down in Sarasota, and I was like, give me something I could fish off the, the bridge with. Yeah. So I think I have it one setup for that. Some good test line. Uh, wait. I'm out. Some I don't, I don't fish. Test line. Yeah, I, you I'm don't out test line. Because I don't want to hang out with Spanish. Yeah. If you want to go, I'll go. But <laughs> That's I, no, I don't, I don't so fish. Mean. You're just going to bug me with your fishing terms. Oh, no. I'll be talking, doing Captain Ahab quotes and everything. It'll be great. Uh, if you want to talk to Dominic Ferriello, 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Now is the time to get on hold. He'll be in the studio momentarily, and uh, then you people get to get your questions in. And you won't get shut out, and you don't have to cry to me through emails and ask me for Dom's number in the office later on in the week. Do that now. 727-579-1025. There's a story about that you could see on the news all all morning this morning about a family that was attacked by bees. Did you see that? I did. They were taking uh, family photos and they got attacked by bees. And I don't know. I When I was a kid, that was a significant fear of mine because like I always say about biker gangs, biker gangs always made their way into all my TV shows. They came and disrupted a town before Michael Knight had to come kick him out or the Dukes of Hazard or MacGyver had to blow somebody's motorcycle <laughs> up. Something... The motorcycle gangs, even though in real life, motorcycle riders are the nicest, most charitable people you'll ever meet, even the bad ones. Yeah. Uh, but in TV shows, are really scary. And then uh, bees, there was this big thing that the African killer bee was making its way over to the United States. And I always thought, well, I don't want to get stung by a bee, but I don't want to get stung by an African killer bee. But oh. I was not afraid of that. I was afraid of a swarm. Yes. Because they had that movie swarm where the bees were, you know, mm-hmm. family being a picnic and the bees would just attack and then they'd be laying there and they were all over you. And oh. all, Remember murder hornets? Yeah. Murder hornets. Yeah. yeah. But I watched this woman. I think she's in Texas and she's a bee handler. Yeah. So if you say, Galvin, you opened up a shed you haven't been in and it was infested with bees. She comes and clears the I've bees seen out. Her, yeah, you ever see her just lift the bees yeah. out? She scoops them up with her hand, Be- and because she knows what she's doing, you yeah. know, yeah. if you're freaking out and doing all that stuff, but she's very calm and she does it. And then she identifies the queen and yeah. gets the queen, Clips and it. then they all, yeah, and then yeah. they all and follow the queen. Have you heard beekeepers tend to live longer? Really? Yeah. They, Why? They, they eat the bees so much. No, because no, because the bees, um, they're buzzing. It gives off a vibration, and it actually like helps you internally. Wow. It's like a calming effect well, to your system. To Carmen's point, actually, the reason why bees' honeycombs are a hexagon is because of the frequency they put off when they vibrate yeah. their mm-hmm. wings all at the same time. Do you time. ever see that wherever they have the, uh, the uh, metal shavings on the table and they... Uh, use a bow like a thing and yeah, play it on the table cool. and it For makes a, a pattern. Yeah. Isn't that so weird? Cool. Yeah. That's, that's pretty so amazing. Weird. Yeah. So, by the way, watch. I'm put Carmen to sleep. <laughs> 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 
I am, yes. I almost fell asleep. Yeah. They say <laughs> bees are like one of the most important part of our society. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Sure. We all saw the bee movie, Carmen. We know how important bees are. Um, but no, seriously, that woman that scoops up those bees, she always goes, now first I have to come over here and find the queen. And there's a million bees. And she just moves a couple around. Oh, there it is. See it? And I'm like, no, I don't see it. Yeah. What is so different about it? And it's got like one little. It's bigger. Yeah, it's a little bit bigger. Yeah. But I mean, it's hard to spot among all those bees. And then she's like, uh, they're not really biting me as much. Not really biting you or not biting you? Because not really biting you is st- or stinging you, not biting. But they don't. St- no, they don't want to sting because if they sting, they die. Well, they don't want to sting her also because she's not doing anything to hurt right. them. Yeah. But when she hits them with that white smoke and they all get high and, and <laughs> yeah. she's just picked. She's like, first I scoop the bees, and she just picks them up and puts them in there. It's really interesting to watch. She gets called out to a lot of places like schools and stuff where they got you know picnic areas, and they got just an infestation of bees. Then she takes them and just relocates the yeah. whole the whole hive. On the other side of that, I saw a video the other day. Did you see it of the <laughs> couple that with the bees? Oh yeah. So there's uh, they're walking along and they're filming, and uh, the girl goes ah bees, and she starts to run. The guy goes don't run, don't run, don't run. She goes running away, and then the guy thinks for some reason if he stands still, the bees aren't going to yeah. get him, and he just he just stands there and he goes ow ow, and they start stinging his ears and stuff. He starts slapping his head, and then he uh, runs off. It's like yeah yeah oh, don't run. Yeah. See that beekeeper in Texas is like the equivalent of that woman who uh, does the thing with the sharks, where sharks come at her and, and she just gently touches their nose yeah. and they go away. No. You're a bunch maybe, of liars. Maybe try being gentle. Yeah. Maybe I'm just too rough. One day, <laughs> uh, yeah. Ian Beggles just put this out. On, he's going to be on the show on Wednesday. He just put this out on uh, Instagram. Why aren't James Wilder and Tony Mayberry in the Buccaneer Ring of Honor? Now I will tell you that I'm a Buccaneer fan after the Tony Mayberry days. I think Tony might have played for a year or so while I was watching the Bucks. But I don't even know James Wilder and Tony Mayberry. Um, the only thing I know about him is he lost so much weight after playing football that I, when I saw him, I thought he was dying. And I always tell you, and I go, how's Tony Mayberry? Is he going to live? He goes, he's fine. But then he goes on to say, Mike Allstott and Paul Gruber deserve to be in, if you agree. So what he's basically saying is, Mike Allstott and Paul Gruber Oh, yeah. uh, and they got in there. Uh, James has more total yards than Mike. Tony was a three-time first-team Pro Bowler. Paul was a two-time second-team Pro Bowler. Let's get them in with the creamsicles. He's right. I mean, not about the racist thing, but uh, he's right about how those old Buccaneers are going to get overlooked because you know now the concentration is from the Super Bowl and higher. You know, we're what I still mean? waiting on Martine to get in. That's what I'm saying. The problem is they should do one class where they induct seven people. And stop putting those names around the stadium. You're just going to run out of room. Just build a wall or something. But you should do one class where you induct like seven people and get some, like three old ones, three new ones, and one coach. Well, I'm looking right now. They've got Bruce Arians with this year. Then they have. Which uh, I still disagree with. Yeah. Too early. Leroy Selman. Yeah, of course. Jimmy Giles. Yeah. Paul Gruber. Yeah. Warren Sapp. Yeah. Derek Brooks. Yeah. Allstott. Yeah. Doug Williams. Yeah. Lynch and Rondé. So you got to have all the Hall of Famers in there, of course. So you basically have the entire Super Bowl 03 defense. Yeah. Tampa and, 2, the whole thing. Right. And then uh, and then you're looking at, you, I mean, Martin, Martin was a great player for the for the Bucks and for years was the only offensive points. How about this one? And, and I don't, I'm, I need to see it to really realize it, but at, because of his longevity with the team, 
Dave Moore was like one of the most scoring uh, receivers for the Buccaneers during the good years, all the way up to the Super Bowl year. And then years later as a broadcaster, like he deserves to be like yeah. maybe that special guy. They let three old guys in, three new guys in, and one special guy. But Dave Moore, he wasn't on the Super Bowl team. Right. He yeah, left but, but and then he, he came back. But he, if you look at Dave Moore's touchdowns all those years, oh, yeah. he was like one of the number one receivers for the team. Uh, and then, uh, and then, uh, also you've got, uh, Martin. I'm trying to think of who else from that team that we, that we, I mean, there's guys like Jared Vicious who were here for, for a couple of minutes who had some good times, but I'm, it should be guys that have played here for at least three years. Kickers obviously score a lot of points, but I'm looking right now. Martin is the franchise leader for most points scored in Bucks history. There, I don't, I, I would argue that there is no kicker in the history of football that was as important to the team as Martin Gramatico the, was to the Bucks. The top, Mar, uh, Martin. Michael Husted and then Mike Evans; those are your two or your three top scorers in the Bucks. Oh, history. Mike! Mike Evans is a shoe in, yeah. and so is uh, Mike Evans is a shoe in. Tom Brady, they're going to try to get him, and he's going to be like, "Hey, I'm cool, thanks. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really like to refer to the Tampa years." Martin had 592 points with the Bucks. Wow. Houston had 502, and uh, Evans has 500 right now. Houston also big dong, huge oh. dong, short nice. little white guy, huge. Penis. Good for him. Uh, Carmen is Dominic Ferriello in the studio. Yes, he is. Let's talk to our friend, Asta Dom. Dom, how are you? I'm great. Good morning, guys. Uh, if you want to get a hold of Dom, there is a couple lines open, 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Dom, we are quickly approaching our anniversary together on Friday. will be how many years? Uh, 14. 14. Yeah. 14. Time for you to go. 14. <laughs> I, uh, I'm looking forward to my, I get a gold watch or something here. Yes, John Brennan has it in his office. Swing by on the yeah. way out and grab it. Yeah, just, if it's locked, just kick the door open. Yeah, yeah. say, I heard you guys give out Rolexes here and just demand oh, yours. Yeah. Where's, Where's the ball? I, mm-hmm. I found this in your briefcase, John. I thought this was for me. I don't, there's nothing uh, wrong with that. Let's get into the uh, phone calls. Let's talk to uh, Matt. Matt, good morning. You're on with Asa Dom. What do you got, Matt? I wanted to see about restoring my gun rights. I have what, a felony charge. That's for what? I need to know the background. Ago. What's the felony for? Uh, dealing in stolen property and defrauding a pawnbroker. Yeah, that's twelve years ago. That's not so bad. Uh, yeah, how long? I just don't know. I'm, how long was it? I'm sorry. How long ago was it for the felony charges? The charge was 2009. I completed everything in 2012. Yeah, the, but the problem is, is uh, is it two convictions or one? Are you a felony? A, is it a felon conviction by one of them or two? What was the deal? No, just it was just one. Uh, it, I pleaded to – it was one – as far as I know, when I look it up, it's as one charge. Both charges are under the same thing when I look it up online. So it, both charges show up together, and it says I was only adjudicated guilty one time. Yeah, you're going to have to go through the, uh, the uh, division of executive clemency. Uh, uh, do I need do I need a lawyer? Yeah, Re- Reggie Garcia isn't doing that anymore. Who's usually my guy? So I have to find somebody probably out of Tallahassee uh, to refer you to uh, in the sense. But you have to fill out an, an application. You can email me at asadom dot com. I've got the link for the application. You can at least start the process and get in the pipeline because that that takes quite a while. It's not. Can I quick. ask you, Dom? What is the uh, criteria for whether or not this gentleman, besides the time? 
and whether or not he completed his stuff. What is the criteria for whether they decide to give him his rights back? Well, I think that it helps that it's not a violent offense. I'm, you know, when you're defrauding, a, you know, it's it's theft in essence. Right. I'm not, now, look, I'm not condoning any type of specific no, no, crimes, yeah. but when you ask the question, yeah, I was 19, so you know, so <laughs> well, the, the age, the age of the offender makes further a proving my argument earlier that 18 year olds don't shouldn't have guns. But go ahead. I was, I was, yeah, I was going to ask if maybe this happened when he was younger, or if he was a minor, and maybe sometimes minors are are convicted. Of, of adult crimes. So, but if he's nineteen, so you're right on the cusp. You know the ty- the type, scale, and nature of the crime. The you know if if it was a if it was a plea deal versus if something was a jury trial. So there's a lot of different components that are considered. But it's a tough road. It's hard. It's hard to get that accomplished. Uh, it is. It's a process. It takes a long time. But those are some of the factors that would look into it when it goes in front of the board or the commission there in determining whether or not there's a restoration of civil rights. And, and a lot of people like, well, what type of rights you want restored? Because as you know, convicted felon, a lot of folks want to have their voting rights. Yeah, the guy don't even want to vote. He's want his gun back. The, the weapons. Some people want to hold certain types of licensing, uh, whether it's a professional license or perhaps a liquor license. You know, so there's a variety of different things that people want to achieve by getting the restoration of civil rights back. So there's a, there's a link. There's a website I can send you to for the preliminary information. You can fill out the application get it in and then when you uh when we track down an attorney for you since reggie's retired in that regard jesus i'm getting old when my my guys are starting to retire i got bailiffs mm. retiring i got judges retiring around me i mean how long i've been to 21 years i've been doing this stuff i guess and everybody's leaving around me but um it's Take easier a hint. i know <laughs> I, just, I, just, I told myself galvin i wouldn't cry on the air <laughs> but what will hey. happen is if you get a lawyer and you're already filed and in the pipeline it's a hell of a lot easier Hey, sir. Yes. Did you steal the stuff? I did not. I sold it for somebody else. Uh, I'm more angry at the people who, who stole it than the people who sell it. Well, defrauding a pawnbroker is, is a misrepresentation of stolen items, so it's, it's, a, it's a nexus of theft. Yeah. Uh, and right. it's, a, it's a crime of dishonesty. I mean, so that's, you know. Sir, I would. Uh, one, one more yeah. question. All right, go ahead. I have. I read some conflicting information. Does it matter that I have other misdemeanors <laughs> on my record? Well, does it matter? Is, is that going to affect me? Is it? You know, it, you know, I'm not on the board of the commission. So, mm-hmm. if you had only one charge and nothing else, that optically is much better, just on its face. I think everybody you know, listening to the show and the broadcast can agree with that. If you have a lot of other things there, but they're just not felonies, well, the restoration of civil rights is just for the felony. But if you have a lot of other problems and you're what's called a recidivist, someone that is a habitual offender of of code or of crimes or of statutes, a recidivist, then optically you're going to have a, a harder time getting through. But that's, you know, I mean, I mean, that's just the way it is. That's, just, that's, that's, that's logical interpretation of someone's record. Good luck to you, sir. I don't. It doesn't sound promising. <laughs> Thank you. All right, buddy. I mean, it just seems like he's the kind of guy where it's like, if I was on the thing, I'd be like, yeah, three more years. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not. And it's not a parole hearing. <laughs> I don't. I, Your Honor, I. I say no. I feel like he's a liar. First of all, I believe he did steal the stuff, and I believe that uh, his other misdemeanors are like really bad misdemeanors. Uh-huh. And your, not like traffic tickets. Your Majesty, motion to extend. Oh, I'd cut it. Oh. <laughs> Good morning, you're on with Dom. Who's this? Um, Jose. Hey, Jose, you're on with Dom. What do you got? 
Um, two, um, two, two, um, two quick questions. So um, I'm a convicted felon, and I wanted to know, um, am I still allowed to actually owe a passport? Because I wanted to travel, but I didn't know if that my charge would conflict with that. Now let's find out the information from you. Jose, what did you do? Um, I had um, I was charged with trafficking LSD. LSD? Did you take it too, or you just traffic? Oh uh, no, I took it too. Yeah, right on. <laughs> All right, so Dom, can he get a passport with a? Uh, are your Are your felony? charges over? Are you still on probation, or or is the case ended? Well, I've already um, finished my house arrest, and I'm currently trying to finish my probation, okay. which will be next year. So you're probably going to be limited in that regard to travel just because you're on probation. Now, you could get permission to travel, but you're going to have to go through not only the probation officer, but also the judge. The judge is going to have to give you permission to travel, especially if you're going to attempt to leave the United States or even interstate travel. Uh, so mm-hmm. you, you should be able to qualify if if the agency will give you a passport, but you're going to be limited even if you get one or not from probation and the courts because you're going to have to have permission to travel because you're still tech well you're on probation so your your mm-hmm. your liberty your freedom is limited because of the terms and condition of probation now some countries mm-hmm. will not allow folks to come in that have felonies I yeah believe, including uh, canada yeah canada is very itchy scratchy even if you have a dui i think they have yep. a problem with that so you, you even if you are eligible to get a a passport and you might have to wait uh, till after your probation period is done, that's really that's really up to the federal government. But you you have mm-hmm. to then look at well where where the hell are you going, and are you allowed yeah. to get there? And then if you get there somehow, are you you know? And then they realize what's happened. You're in the country. Are you allowed to then get back and leave? So you've got to be very mm-hmm. very careful with where it is you're going and what you're doing. But regardless, you're not going anywhere without the court order and probation because you're on probation. So that's you, that's the well, first issue. Where are you trying to go, Jose? Ibiza. Uh, no, I was going to go see my family in Ecuador. Oh, man. Wink, wink. I got yeah, you. Ecuador, yeah. I got, mm-hmm. gonna, what, are you going to keister alone yeah, on the way back? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you, you keister LSD? I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just put one in and let it dissolve that way. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think that's yeah. dangerous. I mean, I don't know if you make the flight if you keister LSD. Listen, if you're brave enough, you can yeah. keister anything. Yeah. 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 Keister a car if you want to. It absorbs it to your skin. This is not going well, you, you wrap it. Jose. You don't just put the pills up there. I don't think they no. make the extra step, Galvin. I don't when know this if guy wants to get high, step. you just put it right yeah. up. Yeah. What, you ever, you ever, what do you hallucinate, Jose? Say again. When you're on LSD, you hallucinate? Yeah, you hallucinate. You feel good. Um, more like a body high. Um, I don't do I don't do it no more. But sure I kind of I kind of straightened myself out. And my um, my second question was actually um, about um, I wanted to get my electrical contracting license. I'm currently in school finishing, and I wanted to pursue that. Is um, is that something that is going to be um, with my record? Would that interfere with me getting an electrical contracting license? It's up to the. Um it's up to the the board that oversees issuing the license. So I don't know mm-hmm. each particular, like for example, you know, there's there's lawyers that have criminal records that you know can go in front of the bar. There's actually a special uh, a bar, uh, the board of bar examiners that will review the eligibility of an attorney if they have uh, you know prior uh, crimes. The medical board, if you're going to be you know, in the medical field, so it's going to be up to the your, your regulatory authority for the business profession that you're in to make that determination. And every every board, every regulatory authority is different. So I don't know until you apply for it. And you may want to inquire now 
rather than going through all your schooling only to find out that they're not going to grant it to you. So you need to research that at this point. Jose, also, uh, as the judge, I would say um, no, no traveling for you. No traveling. (laughs) Not not yet. You still got some time before we're going to let you leave the country. But I would give you uh, your license, but again, not for five years. But in the meantime, if you want to cut me a good deal and do some unlicensed electrical work in my house, hit me up on the email. Thank you, I Thank you. you Jose. Good Thank luck you. to you, little felon son of a bitch. You. Uh, let's go. We got time. Let's get as many in as we can. Uh, good morning. I want to ask Dom what he got. Hey, Mike. Good morning, Dominic. Um, my mom is in a, a old folks home up in North Carolina. Well, we're relocating her down here. And the facility down here, one of the things they require is a copy of her Social Security card, which I cannot locate in her personal belongings, and I have power of attorney for her. So the administrator at the facility here suggested going to the Social Security office with my POA and request a, a duplicate get made. And the Social Security office in Clearwater told me they do not accept power of attorneys. Mm. She... And I asked... Go ahead. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go, go ahead. They don't I... accept power of attorney. So... I asked them, you know, what should I do? I'm, I'm in the corner with this. And their suggestion was, well, just go online and kind of pretend you're your mother and, and put the request in online. And I didn't think that was, I don't know if that's fraud. If you get that's, caught doing it, you're with it's, the pretty government. Easy to, it's pretty easy to get a replacement social security card if you have all the information online. Okay. Yeah. Is she, is she still in North Carolina or is she down here in Florida? No, she is still in North Carolina. Well, why don't you just go to North Carolina with mom or when mom comes to Florida and bring her with you to the Social Security office? I mean, when my father passed away, we had to go to the Social Security office. I took my mom. We had to take care of some some issues and some affairs. Just why don't you just go with her when she comes down here or go visit her in North Carolina? Just take her to the office with you. She doesn't, she doesn't have the faculties to do that. Well, you, you, you can... If you're her power of attorney and she's with yes. you, I mean, I mean, I understand she might not have, you know, have all the wherewithal, but can she, is she mobile? Can you, you physically take her someplace? Um, depending on day to day, but yes, most of the time, yes. She is right. mobile. Well, I mean, I, I would, I would just do that and say, look, here's mom. She's here. Can she sign her name or she has no cognitive ability whatsoever to know what she's doing? She can sign her name. She can. Well, that's all you need. I mean, you just hear okay. she has a driver's license. Here's mom. You know, she's elderly. I'm trying to take care of her. Here's her identification. Driver's license. I'm the power of attorney. But here's my mother. You know, lucky at her. You know, look at the license. We, she lost her uh, Social Security card. Can you reissue another one, please? We'll pay you the fee. And then that, that, that okay. should do it. Or okay. All just right. go get some old brother that kind of looks like her and bring her in there, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. I just, you know, I, I get a little, when you're dealing with the government, the feds, I just don't want to well, throw the other option. Up. The other option is if the Social Security office isn't going to help, you might be able to get assistance through the Department of Vital Statistics. So that is a department that usually will have on record birth certificates, uh, and they, they may also have the Social Security card or Social Security information. Now, Social Security office is, is obviously the, the go-to point. But you might, as a follow-up, try the Department of Vital Statistics. If not, then just bring mom with you either in North Carolina or when she relocates here to Florida. Take her there, show the ID, and then that should solve your problem.
All right. Thanks, Dominic. Have a great day. You're welcome. Good luck, buddy. All I mean, right. honestly, Dom, you could just drag some other old broad. Then you have a homeless lady, five bucks. Bring her in there and go, sign your name. Make sure you write Betty Rebel on there. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, Nobody, it, you, it I mean, reminds yeah. me of Ghost. Yeah, Ode, Ode, Ode yeah, Brown. Yeah, Odomay Brown. Yeah. Odomay Brown. And, uh, it's uh, Autumn Sunrise. And she said, I signed the wrong name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, that was some of Whoopi Goldberg's finest work. Uh, she good won morning. an Academy Award. You, she? Yeah. She won an Academy Award for that. You're on with Ask the Don. What do you got? Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good, buddy. What do you got? Hey, thanks. Um, I bought a new car at a Kia dealership, and they offer like a $60,000, $100,000 warranty. And uh, the dealer said to me that I have to buy a lifetime warranty from them for $1,895 or they would not sell me the car. So at the end of the day, I bought the car, and then they omitted the contract for the for the warranty on the contract. They didn't put the 1895 and they added it to the manufacturer's retail price. And the whole time I was asking for a copy of the contract, and they wouldn't give it to me. So they had some scheme, and I was stupid enough to sign off on it. And now I'm trying to get my $1,895 back for this contract. There's really no contract. Uh, any way I could do that, or once I sign the contract, even though they tricked me, it's all over? Well, the pro- first of all, when they tell you you have to do something, the only thing I have to do is leave, right? So I don't understand why a car dealer is telling anybody you have to purchase some ancillary coverage in order to buy their product. And I'm not buying your product. You know what, you know, what are you driving a Kia for anyway? We got Stingray, you know, Stingray Chevrolet right down the road. Go get yourself a Corvette, you know? So well, I can't, I can't, I can't fit in those American cars anymore. I'm too big. Well, I mean, they, they got really big trucks too. Anyway, I digress. So I have to see what it, what it is you sign. That's, that's the starting point. I have to see what you sign. And the issue is, is that, if they add it to the manufacturer's retail price, the MSRP, manufacturer retail price, right? If they add it to there, now you're paying tax on a warranty because you're, you're paying tax on what the manufactured suggested retail price is. You'll be being taxed on the retail price. Now you're paying a tax on a warranty. Well, that's that's not that's that shouldn't be happening. That that should be calculated differently when you do your taxes tag title, transaction fees, doc stuff, all, all, all of that. That's why it's bifurcated. It's isolated differently in the contract you purchase a vehicle. So I have no idea why you were compelled. Maybe that you felt that you were under duress or some type of coercion. I don't know. When did this go down? When did you sign all of this stuff? Yeah, I bought the car this year, January um, 23rd. Why, then, uh, why aren't we not calling me January 24th? I mean, it's, it's today's May well, what 2nd. Was, well, what happened was they sold me a lemon on top of that. So I've been trying to get this lemon deal fixed. And when I went in there, I kind of asked the manager about what happened. And he says, well, you shouldn't have to buy anything. We shouldn't force you to buy any kind of an add-on. And then the other guy, his boss said, no, you have to buy it because you got a good deal on your trade-in. And they're just a bunch. It seems to me like um, they had a scheme. Yeah. And they worked their scheme on me and... Was it a new car? With it for now. Was it a brand new car? Huh? Was it a brand new car? Brand new car, yeah. yeah. Got 1,895 miles on it now. And um, they're, they're fighting me. The, the Kia people and the Kia dealership, everyone's, like, they're my adversaries. All of a sudden, I'm a customer turned into an adversary of both of those now, organizations. Yeah, you should have never, you should never you know, felt compelled to do something or uncomfortable. Email me at acidom.com. We've got attorney Patrick Cremens, who actually does Lemon Law. 
uh, along with attorney Dave Parrott that does breach of contract and warranty, especially with auto dealerships and auto purchase agreements. So acidom.com, send send me an email. Will do. Hey, thanks a lot, you guys. Have a good day. Good good luck, buddy. Listen, I I know Don brought up Singray Chevrolet, but I do want to point this out. There's a lot of uh, car dealerships in the area on different levels. There's buy here, pay here, all the way up to the you know top awarded truck company and blah blah blah. In my years of doing this, and I'm talking about since in being in radio since 1992, in my years of doing this, there are two, just two car dealerships I'd ever recommend, or two people in the car business. There's Steve Hurley from Stingray Chevrolet, who I currently do an endorsement for, but I will tell you. I picked him and he picked me. Knowing him for all these years and knowing the people that work for him, he is a guy that I would feel comfortable sending my listeners to because I would get positive feedback and everybody would say, my God, I had crappy credit. They took care of me. They didn't that good. And Bob Murray. Those are the only two people I could step forward and say, like, that is what I do now. Look, if you want to get a car, I'm going to tell you to go to Stingray Chevrolet. They'll get you whatever you want. If you're like, I need a uh, a high-end supercar i'm gonna be like okay go go over to bob but those are my only two guys not saying there aren't other ones but in my travels those are the two guys any other time i've ever had to buy a car before i knew those guys has been exactly what that guy said you have to buy this you have to get that and i'm like oh i don't i don't know what to do you know doesn't uh pete also sell cars yeah i, I wouldn't buy a car from pete I'm no i'm just kidding pete's not yeah. a dealership but you no, know what yeah, i'm saying yeah yeah. I gotcha. yeah yeah if i if i had in the, in the actual car industry in the car lot business there's uh steve hurley and bob murray have been the two top guys that i've seen i saw when bob murray was at mercedes there was a guy i know who was a restaurant owner he got screwed over by that mercedes before bob was there and bob called him and he's like i'll never ever buy a car from there again and bob said let me come talk to you. Let me fix what the problem is. And that guy buys cars from Bob now. Yeah. That's just how it works because you get a guy that you that you can trust that's putting his reputation online. And the same thing with Steve. Steve's all over his commercials. He's all over his dealership. So when Dom brings it up, that's a that's a very important. Yeah, I got to tell you, if you're like, look, I don't want a Corvette and I don't want a Camaro, but I do want this kind of car, I would still talk to I would still talk to Steve Hurley and say, can you find this for me? Can you get me this car? Because they do that. They have trade-ins. They have other dealerships, other lots they could pull from. That is where I would go for any car. So, uh, again, I do an endorsement for Stingray, but I'm telling you and speaking from the heart, that is, that's, uh, that's a lot to deal with when, you've, when you just spend $50,000 on a car and you feel like you're getting screwed. Well, maybe not so much 50000 on a Kia, but you know what I'm saying. Well, Bob is great. I got the Sprinter van from Mercedes when he was there. Yeah. Uh, and I've gotten several, several vehicles from uh, Steve Hurley and Stingray Chevrolet, not only for me, but for the family. I was, yeah. Mr. Sansoni is in federal court back and forth right now. He's got Stingray Chevrolet. He takes it right back and forth to federal court. I hope they keep him. I hope they lock him up. Everyone should do what I do. When I go buy a car, whether it was with Bob or with Steve, I just sign power of attorney for Mike Calta. Please mm-hmm. invoice Mr. Calta. Sure. And then they give me the car. And I don't know. I don't pay for it. That's the relationship we have. Though. I guess That's how I, it works I, out. I do they bill you? Do you pay it? Do you even it's been know? 14 years. I take care of it all. I don't, <laughs> like, to, I don't like to brag about it. Think of de Mayo, we were at uh, uh, where we we were da- downtown Channel Side, Channel Side. before yeah. it was uh, Wigwam Village or whatever yeah. they call it now. Yep. Channel Side, and I'll, <laughs> I'll never forget. I remember I I met you. And I said, "Hey, nice to meet you." You know, back then you were going under a different name, and I said, mm-hmm. "It's nice to meet you." Sexy Ray, and you looked uh, at me and you said, "I don't like lawyers. I don't mm-hmm. think this is going to work." I go, "What a nice guy." Yeah, I particularly didn't uh, like you, Dom. I actually like to call it Cinco Dom Mayo. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh. 
Uh, we got trademark, copyright, trademark, copyright. What's Galvin, we say trademark, copyright, trademark, yeah. Well, listen to me. If you didn't get through to Cinco Dom Mayo today, you can go to AskTheDom.com. You can call the office, 813-251-5550. And I would assume, Dom, now that hockey is over, you'll be live tomorrow night on this station? Live tomorrow night. And then um, I'm actually, uh, was it today? I think next week I'm actually having lunch with uh, our interim chief of police. Uh, and then I'm going to coordinate a time to have... Uh, uh, him come on the radio show probably you know the next couple of Wednesdays thereafter. The mayor just got sworn in yesterday for a second term, so I'm working with her office to have her come in as well. So within the next several weeks, we'll hope to have the interim chief of police for the city of Tampa as well as uh, Tampa Mayor uh, Jane Castor on the show. I just have to lock it down with their schedule and mine. All right. Well, check out Ask the Dom uh, tomorrow night on the station, or you can find them always at askthedom.com. Dom, thank you, buddy. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. And uh, I, uh, Carmen says there's presents here for me hiding somewhere for my anniversary. Do we oh, yep. Keep looking yeah. around. Find Go uh, look yeah. for John's yeah, office. Really in there. Yeah. I could take anything I want out of that the red room, that, the abandoned property in there. 100%. I, anything I want. Yep. Uh, that's my gift. All right. The we got to take a break. Uh, don't forget another opportunity to win $1,000 is coming up at 10 o'clock with the bone bonus. We do have Aerosmith tickets to give away. I will give those away next on 1025 The Bone. You're listening to Tampa Bay's most listened to morning show, The Mike Caltas Show on 1025 The Bone. And now, another bone traffic update from the Safe Touch Security Traffic Center. 